Welcome to the Sparked Podcast, a place to keep your spark bright. Here I've brought together my most powerful tips from the last decade plus partnering with small businesses on all things leadership, mindset, people and culture. Here my approach combines intuitive psychology, strategy, neuroscience and results-based coaching to unlock your highest potential. Step into your power and truly own your role as a leader so that you can spread the positive impacts of your purpose-led work everywhere. My name is Emma Campbell. I'm a mindset and performance coach for purpose-led leaders. I'm a mama to two cheeky little munchkins. I'm a wine appreciator, nature-obsessed, stubbornly optimistic child at heart, and I'm here to inspire belief in what's possible for you because it is all so possible. I hope that this podcast leaves you feeling lighter, more inspired, and more ready than ever to go out there and take actions on your big dreams and vision. I can't wait to dig in. See you in the podcast. Hello, hello, hello. So lovely to be here in Perth today. It is just like this beautiful, beautiful, sunny, fresh day. And gosh, there is something about a little taste of spring, a little taste of that beautiful sun starting to shine in that just brings like, I don't know about you, but just this like gorgeous, fresh, beautiful energy to the world. And I'm just feeling fantastic today. So um, (laughs) hopefully you'll get a really nice, juicy, um, energetic podcast out of me today. (laughs) So um, I'm really, really excited about this topic that I'm talking about today, which is all about purpose and profit and how you don't have to choose between them, how you can have both. And this is a topic that I'm so passionate about because I think it's an area that's really misunderstood for companies where there's a lot of businesses out there that think that you, you're you either a purpose-driven company or you're a profit-driven company. You're either in it for the money or you're in it to do good. And I'm here to tell you that you can have both. You can have both and actually the most successful, thriving, sustainable, flourishing companies out there are the ones who are balancing these two in a beautiful way and actually allowing purpose and profit to complement each other and that really at the heart of it you know profit sustains your purpose and purpose sustains your profit like you need both they're like a a cycle that are interweaving and that you can't really have one without the other or if, and if you do have one without the other it it often doesn't work so well and and things start to fall apart in business when you're either only all about profit or you're only all about purpose so i i feel like it's particularly relevant on the back of the news around patagonia's ceo um, so if you've been tracking it, you'll you'll understand that there's been like a whole a whole heap of tax changes that have occurred and and changes around the structure of the business that allow more profits um, to be able to go towards like climate change and all these different causes. And um, if you don't know much about the story, like Patagonia's uh, CEO's mission to save our home planet. And 
he so his name's Ryan Gellett and he, you know it's all come on the back of him being worried about the world that his children will inherit and he's trying to use business to combat climate change isn't that amazing so just like a really really perfect example of how like purpose purpose and profit can come together in a beautiful way. Like you can use the profits of the business to actually combat a purpose that you care about. And, you know, they're doing so well, like there are, I think their sales are on track to exceed 1 billion. And if you've been following the news, um, Yvonne Schoenard, I actually don't know how to pronounce his surname, but he talks about his decision to give away the company and use the profits to combat climate change and protect the land. So um, really, really interesting story and worth um, worth having a little look into if you're, if you're curious about that stuff. Um, but they're just such a perfect example of a company who's like really making an impact, really making a difference and doing incredibly well financially as well. So they, they are not shy to admit that they are very much profit driven and they're very competitive and that they know that they need to be profit driven in order to succeed and in order to reach their purpose. <laughs> so it's not like they're trying to claim that they're this perfect purpose driven company that doesn't have any desire whatsoever to make money, that actually they know that they need to make money and that they need to be really competitive and really good at what they do in order to achieve their purpose. Um, so I think they're, yeah, just a perfect example there. And the, the reason why I really wanted to talk about this is because you as a, as a leader, you as a business owner, you as an entrepreneur who is caring, who, you know, cares about the world, who cares about your people, who cares about your business and who really wants to make an impact and do good and, you know, help our world and, and contribute in that little or large way to make the world just that little bit of a better place. I, I know that you know the importance of purpose, um, but I, I would assume that sometimes it can get a little bit challenging to figure out how to combine the two, how to like make the most of your purpose, how to integrate it into your workplace in a really effective way and um, how, to, how to bring out purpose for your people as well and how to attract the right people because the, like the world has changed, right? Like people back in the day <laughs> were probably a little bit more money motivated and and happy to to take any job as long as it paid the bills. And the world these days has really changed. Like people are looking for more than just money as a reward for what they do. And how people look for work and what they look for is changing. Like millennials are 80% more attracted to purpose-driven companies and increasingly people are looking for purpose in their work, purpose and meaning and, and impact. And, you know, the really, really progressive companies are using their purpose as a way to make their mark such as these like Patagonia's, KPMG, Deloitte, Whole Foods, Zappos, like all of these purpose-driven companies, they are enjoying remarkably more growth 
remarkably more profits, greater loyalty, so much more higher retention and, you know, also like not to mention greater personal fulfillment in their work too. But like, despite this, there's, there's few companies that are really recognizing the benefits of purpose and a few companies that are reaching for these benefits of purpose, probably not because of not knowing that purpose is important, but not really knowing how, how to do it, how to actually embed and bring out purpose into their workplaces. And, um, lucky for you, (laughs) I spent about a year, maybe two, researching just this very topic like I don't if you know my story you'll know that I was in a like super corporate super masculine super like efficiency productivity um KPIs numbers um like real like masculine competitive work environment for the first five years of my career and um you know, there were so, so many benefits in terms of like learning and um, feeling challenged in that environment and getting lots of incredible opportunities. However, when I was in that workplace, I remember feeling like something was missing, feeling like there was like a part of my heart and soul that was just like craving more and knowing that there, there had to be more. I'm very, I'm a very heart driven person. And there was just like a part of my soul that like really wanted to be helping that wanted to be contributing that wanted to be making a difference and like helping the world in some way and while I was there I got a little tap on the shoulder to come and join a um, an incredible all-female-led like super empowered purpose-driven business and they asked me like my mandate was to head up the the new HR consulting wing for the business that was going to be all focused around helping businesses become more purposeful, best mandate ever, best job ever. (laughs) So I got to like basically be paid for a, I can't remember exactly what it is, but at least a year to, you know, research everything to do with how to bring, how to find your purpose as a workplace, as a leader, as an organization, um, how to bring it to life, what the benefits of purpose are, and also how to embed it into workplaces. So I really did become like an expert on this topic, um, which was just so fantastic. So that's what I want to share with you guys today is to one, talk about uh, like what the actual benefits of purpose are, like why it's worth your while, why it's worth your time to actually spend a bit of, spend a bit of like time on this stuff. And then also how to do it, how to actually like practically and tangibly embed purpose into your workplace, because knowing your big purpose is absolutely critical if you want to grow a successful, profitable, enduring business and one that, you know, deeply fulfills you in the process too, right? Like I love the Peter Drucker quote, which says, profit is like oxygen. You need it to survive. But if you think that oxygen is the purpose of your life, then you're missing something. Let me say that one more time just because I love it. <laughs> Profit is like oxygen. You need it to survive. 
But if you think that oxygen is the purpose of your life, then you're missing something, right? I love Peter Drucker. He's, he's so, so fantastic. So let me just talk about how purpose can actually help your people. And I'm just going to quote a bit of research for you, um, share a few stats with you. So how purpose can help the people in your organization. So I did a bunch of research into so many articles and all the best companies out there, like really leading by example with purpose. And it turns out that um, purpose-driven people are 65% more likely to go the extra mile and really take initiative. They're 30% more productive. So you get 30% more out of your purpose-driven people. They are 64% more fulfilled by their work and find 64% more meaning in their work. They are 93% more proud and loyal to their company. And just think about what that could do to your retention rates to have 93% more loyalty to your company. They are 54% higher in terms of their well-being and less prone to disease. And they have 51% stronger relationships at work. And then how purpose can help your actual workplace. So purpose-driven workplaces have 30% higher innovation. They have 40% higher retention. So 40% less turnover. Think about how much money that could save you as well to have 40% less people leaving. They've got 53% greater innovation and transformation success. They actually find that they don't have to pay higher salaries, that they can keep salaries moderate while still retaining all the benefits of like innovation, productivity, retention. They're almost 80% more attractive to millennials. And they actually find that they're like their clients, their customers are 92% more likely to prefer their product over another one. And isn't that incredible? 92% more likely to choose their product over another for purpose-driven workplaces. So, so many benefits there, right? At the individual level, as well as the workplace level, not to mention the business level. So purpose-driven businesses, and just get this, they are six times more likely. (laughs) Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I just lost my thought on that one. That, uh, let me let me repeat that again for you. They return six more, six times more to their shareholders than profit-driven ones do. So purpose-driven companies return six six times more to their shareholders than profit-driven rivals rivals do. They are hundred and twenty-eight percent more likely to return to their investors over five years than the actual good to great companies. They were found to outperform their competitors in stock price by 12 times over 10 years, and they outperformed their rivals by 10 times. They were 64% more likely to survive during a financial crisis, and they experienced 58% more growth 
So isn't that crazy? Like these massive, massive benefits. And this is the piece that like really, really gets me excited is that like so often we think that we need to be profit driven in order to make profit. You know, that that makes a lot of sense, right? Like it sounds logically sound. But what it actually turns out in reality is that the profit-driven companies don't do as well as the purpose-driven ones. And, you know, I think I think at the heart, like I'm going to go into a, de- a little bit more detail about why that is the case, but I think there's some, there's some obvious reasons there, right? It's like when you are not purpose-driven, when you are focused more so on the profit and on the numbers and on the external outcomes and metrics rather than on the purpose for why your business exists and the impact that it has what can often happen is companies can like can lose their customer focus because satisfied customers are the only real source of long-term success right So measures of success need to be related to purpose as defined from that real customer-centric point of view. And when they are, employees can see how well they're doing and how they might do better. Whereas what can happen in some organisations when they don't have an overriding purpose other than profit is it becomes this like subtle shift, right? Where those outer metrics, which are all focused around like productivity and profit, these metrics start to fill the vacuum and really like start to muscle out any of that wider purpose within, you know, the imperative of just wanting to hit the numbers. And this can become quite disastrous because, you know, people become more focused on meeting the metric rather than achieving the purpose of why their customers need them and why their business exists. So like a practical example here is, you know, banks, you know, selling payment protection insurance to people who don't need it because they're just trying to hit a metric rather than actually help people and make a difference and and serve their customers or like VW managers who manipulate the emissions readings just to meet their targets. They become fixated on hitting the numbers and the metrics rather than thinking about why they're actually there, like why that business was started in the first place and what purpose it's there to serve. And this is why customers can lose their customer focus And when they lose their customer focus, they lose their customers. And that impacts the bottom line, that impacts profit, right? So it makes so much sense. And I don't know, I personally think as well, and I've noticed this for myself, like when ego can creep in, you know, and when I say ego, it's that more, that competitive inner critic voice within that says, you know, you've got to hit this number, you've got to achieve this fi- achieve this financial goal, you've got to um, launch this program, or you've got to achieve this particular profit ratio or whatever, um, or you've got to compete against this other company who's doing the same thing. So when, when that ego or profit-driven voice can come in, 
it's like in the short term, sometimes that can help you really get something across the line. But in the long term, if you're just focused on hitting the metrics, hitting the numbers, achieving profit or hitting those financial goals, it's like that deep sense of meaning and purpose and fulfillment that you can get from the work itself starts to dwindle. It starts to dry up and it can leave you feeling a bit empty and a bit purposeless and can, can impact your ability to, you know, feel really excited about getting out of bed in the morning and actually, you know, that sense of just true fulfillment that you get from making a difference in someone else's life, which I don't know about you, but that's like my core, the core contributor for why I show up and, and what gives me energy in my work is knowing that I am helping someone, that I am making the world a little bit of a better place, that I am, you know, sprinkling just a little bit of happy dust and positivity dust on someone else's day who might need it. Like that's the piece that lights me up and that's the piece that gives me energy. And the more energy that I have, the more that I can keep showing up. And the more that I keep showing up, the more likely that I'm going to attract clients and, and make more of a profit in my business, right? So profit becomes the outcome of my work rather than the purpose of my work. So when I focus on the purpose, it's like the profit just flows naturally from that place. Whereas if I focus on the, the profit first, it doesn't work. It doesn't work for me anyway. And the research shows that it doesn't work for other businesses as well. So who's doing this well? The, what are the, com like, who are the companies out there that are doing it well? So obviously I've talked about Patagonia. Another couple of really big ones are KPNG. So they reported that um, they had 90% of people who reported that like when they introduced these higher purpose initiatives that it increased people's pride in KPMG and in less than six months. So they went through this like big purpose focus where they introduced all these purpose initiatives and then they looked at how that this impacted their employee engagement and less than six months into these purpose purpose initiatives um, they found that 85 percent of employees agreed that kpmg was a great place to work and that was up from 82 percent the year before and like i think the biggest one for them was that it really strengthened a sense of pride um, in working for KPMG and apparently they also surged up 17 spots in um, Fortune magazine's annual 100 best companies to work for list and made them the number one ranked big four firms for the first time in their history after they introduced these purpose initiatives. Another company is Whole Foods. Um, so John Mackey being the initial CEO and founder of Whole Foods. And, you know, his purpose initially was just to sell healthy food, you know, make profit and have a bit of fun. 
And then he expanded his purpose into really educating people in healthy eating to reduce obesity and heart disease and protect the environment. And now they've expanded their purpose again to include and to go wider into helping end poverty worldwide through their Planet Foundation. Um, I, like last time I checked, they they donated five to ten percent of their profits to good causes, um, and their tono- turnover is just like so low. I think it's like less than ten percent compared to their industry average of a hundred percent, which would save them so much in recruiting and training costs, right? And they're just doing so well, Whole Foods. Um, Zappos is another one, so a shoe store, and they found that like their purpose was something that just gave them such a strong sense of certainty and stability during times of like crisis and stress in the world. Um, And they are like true disruptors in the online retail space. They grew from the seed of an idea to 1 billion in revenue in the first 10 years, which is incredible. Um, and were named as one of the 100 best companies to work for. And they found that when they were actually on the brink of failure, that was when they were discovered um, or forced to discover their why. And their why was to deliver happiness. And from that point on, they made decisions based on their why, which, (laughs) you know, they admit sometimes felt like it made no apparent financial sense um but it has had the greatest impact on their business long term so case in point you know they run a 24-hour warehouse not just for efficiency but for the customer experience and their kpi measurements across multiple departments are not just time or financially focused but are based on actually delivering happiness to the customer And they have been incredibly successful in the commercial sense of the world, in large part because they're committed so much to focusing on actually delivering on their why. So these are just a few examples of companies who are really killing it with purpose. And I hope that I have convinced you that purpose and finding yours and living yours and prioritizing yours is a really, really smart business decision. And that actually the more purpose-driven you are, the stronger that it's actually, according to the research, going to be in hitting your bottom line and in impacting your profit. And so you not only get the beautiful intrinsic benefits of just feeling more fulfillment and meaning and all that happy juice that you get from being purpose focused you not only get those benefits but you also get all the benefits that i shared with you before about you know more profit more growth more innovation you know more shareholder return more um you know attractiveness to millennials and top talent more retention more productivity more motivation more loyalty like all the things it just makes so much business sense to prioritize purpose so I'm going to stop the podcast here and um, there's going to be a part two, which is all about how to actually take action to embed your purpose and to integrate it and to bring it to life. And, you know, if, if you are hearing all of this 
and you're going, yeah, awesome, Em. Like, I'm all for purpose. Sounds amazing. And, uh, you know, I want, I want more of it in my workplace, but I have no idea what mine is. Like, I kind of have a bit of a sense of it. Like, I know that part of my purpose is I want to make a positive impact. And, you know, part of my purpose is that I know I want to help people, but Oh, you know, that's kind of all that is or all, all that I know, like, is that enough? If you're, if you're in that place, then I would encourage you to book in a free discovery call with me and I can show you how to unlock your purpose. Because if you heard the, even the podcast episode before this one, where I was talking to Mike Edmonds about purpose is if you have to ask the question about whether you've found your purpose, there's a good chance that you haven't yet hit the hit the core of it yet because when you you know you know when you found your purpose because it like it sends tingles down your spine it 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 reaches and connects with the deepest part of you it is one of the most fulfilling and beautiful feelings and it just gives you a great sense of clarity and purpose and meaning so if you yeah basically if you have to ask the question then there's a good chance that you, you've still got a little bit deeper that you can d- dive on yours. So book in a free clarity call with me. I would be so happy to point you in the right direction. We can even get you started and I can ask you a bunch of questions that will help you unlock and plug into your purpose. And then you can listen to part two of the podcast, which is all about like how to bring that purpose in your organization to life. And trust me, it is so worth it. Like if there is anything that you do in your life or business, it is like one of the biggest game changers. It's so fun and I can't wait for you to experience it. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Um, Yeah, really looking forward to chatting to you in the next one. Lots of love. Mm -hmm.